This is the Practical Homeopathy Podcast, episode number 109. Joe at Calabrese here, folks. I'm happy that you've joined me for my podcast today. You're in for a treat. From my virtual classroom, I'm privileged to see how homeopathy is transforming lives all over the globe. Their successes inspire me. They're glorious and powerful, and I can't keep their triumphs a secret. I want you to hear the excitement my students experience too, so you can be inspired by the unique stories. So with the help from Kate, my reporter, I bring you a podcast series I call Moms with Moxie. Sometimes we even interview dads with audacity or teens with tenacity. See how regular mothers and others, average folks who love healing those around them, have gone from freaking to fabulous by simply applying what they've learned using what I call practical homeopathy. Welcome back to the Practical Homeopathy Podcast. I'm Kate, and I'm here today with a mom with Moxie, and she is a wife, a mother, a homemaker, an educator. She loves her grandchildren. She's a fantastic study group leader, and she's also an amazing advocate for homeopathy. But we'll get into that in just a little bit. First, I want to welcome Kathy to the podcast. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kate. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm very excited to get to know you. We both lead study groups, and so I feel like I know you from seeing you a lot on Joette's Find Your Study Group page. Absolutely. I feel like we're kindred spirits. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to hear your story. And just to give our listeners a little heads up, one of the big things that you've used homeopathy for that you're going to talk about is allergies. All right, so let's get started. Kathy, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you would. Yes, I am a wife and a mother. I've been married to my high school sweetheart for 32 years. I have four children, two married with their own families and two still living at home. And I have four beautiful grandchildren. I'm really blessed they all live close by. Um, There have been times where one of my daughter's family lived further away. And that's really a neat part of my homeopathy journey in that I was able to help her with my grandson with a situation And it was so empowering because we just did a few texts. I knew what to do because of my study group. And I was able to help her help my grandson get better. Now tell us about your journey to homeopathy. Well, you mentioned allergies and it is kind of funny that my journey to homeopathy was in a large part because of the allergies that run in my family. When I was a young mother, I did my very best to keep my children healthy, to keep my family healthy, but they were prone to allergies. Um, As I said, it, it is common in my family. My husband has environmental allergies and all four of my children had allergies. I remember in the early days when I was a young mother, trying my best to use the -the over-the-counter medications that I knew of to treat their symptoms. And what usually happened was I would seemingly treat a symptom and then a short time later, it would come back with a vengeance. And before you knew it, we'd end up in the pediatrician's office and more often than not, they would be on another antibiotic. And as I look back now, I think we were just on an antibiotic merry-go-round. It would be one antibiotic after another, after another. 
And what eventually happened was that the symptoms continued to grow worse, and we were referred to a specialist, um, actually a couple of different specialists, one of them being an allergy specialist who recommended allergy shots, among other things, and we did that whole recommendation. And um, we didn't see any improvement. Uh, Probably we saw worsening along the way. And at one point, I remember being referred to a specialist for my four-year-old daughter, it was recommended that she have surgery and she was scheduled to have her sinuses scraped. And that was a big deal because being four years old, she had to be put under, even just doing the MRI ahead of time, they had to put her under so that they could have her completely still to do the MRI. So it just seemed that we were constantly in the offices of the doctors and the specialists with these appointments. And Kate, I just tell you, I was so disheartened because um, at one point after my daughter's surgery, I think it was probably like the six week follow up, we went back and they looked at the MRIs and they gave me the news that the surgery had been unsuccessful and it would have to be repeated. And I just remember at that point thinking that they did not really know what they were doing. They were making their best effort, but in my mind, it wasn't helping. And it seemed to me that it could actually have been making things worse. So we went back to the specialist um, after the surgery. It had been six weeks and we were doing a follow-up appointment. And my hopes, I thought that things were going to start to improve at that point. But I was told that the surgery had been unsuccessful and that it would need to be repeated. And I remember thinking in my mind that they may have been giving their best effort, but it wasn't helping and it could very well have been making things worse. And it was time for me to do some research and take matters into my own hands. So I told the specialist that we would not be having a second surgery and they weren't happy with me at all. And actually they um, made me feel pretty bad about myself as a mother for deciding that we would not continue forward with their recommendations. But at that point, I just decided I would put all my time and energy into learning a better way. And with some help from friends at church and um, other mamas who introduced me to more natural approaches to health, I was able to learn a little bit about nutrition and um, natural alternative medicines such as herbalism and essential oils. So that's where my journey took me in the next stages. Where we ended up going after a number of years was I was introduced to the Weston A. Price organization and it really transformed my thinking about nutrition and food as a means to health. So I got very involved with learning the principles of the Weston A. Price Organization and scouring the Nourishing Traditions book, which is really a textbook slash cookbook written by Sally Fallon. And it's really funny because I homeschooled all four of my children. And at this point, the two older children were probably, I don't know if they were upper elementary school age, maybe even early middle school age. And then I had two smaller children as well. But I remember after breakfast every morning, um, we would do our lessons. And part of our lesson was to read another few pages in Nourishing Traditions so that I could learn the principles of traditional health and I would be teaching them right alongside me. So my eyes were really opened at that point to a lot of mistakes that I had been making. And um, we really did see our health turnaround. What happened after my children were grown and two of my daughters were married and they had children of their own, when my grandchildren came along, they had very severe food allergies. And I remember thinking that everything that I had learned up to that point was not enough. And I was literally, Kate, I was literally praying one day to the Lord that 
he would open my eyes to whatever it was I needed to learn to be able to help in particular my granddaughter because she has life-threatening food allergies. And I was just praying for answers. And amazingly, um, in a short time after that, and I can't tell you what the time frame was, but it wasn't very long after that, I remember taking notice of Joette Calabrese. And I don't know exactly how she came to me. I, I think it was through one of my Weston A. Price um, uh, pages that I followed. But something that she had posted just went off like a light bulb, and it really caught my attention when I read it. And it said something to the effect that herbs and essential oils were her gateway to homeopathy, but homeopathy trumps them all. And I remember thinking that I had heard of homeopathy, but I had kind of thought it was just home remedies and that it was one big umbrella for anything natural and holistic. And I decided to check her out and find out what she had to say. And that was the beginning of just a life-changing journey um, in learning homeopathy that I've had with Joette since I've met her and started taking her courses. And now homeopathy is a huge part of your life from what I've seen you doing. It absolutely is. I remember reading Joette's blog, going to her webpage and seeing that there was a lot of material just there to read for free right on her blog. And I just started reading everything I could get my hands on as much time as I could devote to it. And then I discovered that she had podcasts, which I think is really fun because (laughs) here I am on a podcast. Who would have thought? But several years ago, when I first started listening to the podcast, I would just put my headset in and go for a walk in the morning or go for a light jog. And, um, you know, Joette was my companion along with you and the other interviewers. And I've listened to every single podcast and just tried to absorb everything, you know, that I possibly could like a sponge, but it has just transformed my thinking and um, has just been a godsend to my family and in the way that we've been able to help ourselves with homeopathy. So you started leading study groups. Um, Was that right away after you learned about homeopathy or how did that come into play? Well, uh, as soon as I discovered homeopathy, I became super excited and super passionate about sharing it with everybody I knew. So I had um, two adult daughters with children of their own. So, of course, I wanted to introduce it to them as quickly as possible. I also have a large family. So with sisters-in-law and nieces and nephews, I wanted to just share my excitement So really, um, probably within the first year of me discovering Joette, I took my own study group with another study group leader, went through Gateway One and just loved it, loved everything that I was learning. And it was probably a few months after that that I decided to organize um, with my daughters a study group that we could lead and invite all of our friends and family. So my first study group was rather small and it was mostly just people that I knew. We did end up doing it on Zoom, but and this is funny because this is a couple years ago when Zoom wasn't really um, the thing yet. You know, I, <laughs> not many people that I knew of were using Zoom, so I had to kind of go out of my comfort zone and figure out how to do this Zoom thing. But we decided that would probably be the most practical way for us to meet. So we had a small group that met on Zoom, and we went through the material. Um, and it was, you know, every time you go through it, you you get more and more from it. So it was a just a great experience. And then I um, ended up posting on the Find Your Joette study group that I was going to lead another one. And um, then I had people I didn't even know contact me and say they'd like to be a part of it. So um, at that point, I decided to charge a small instructor's fee and be able to earn some income and make it sustainable so that I could continue to take more of Joette's courses. 
I enjoyed it so much that I think the past couple of years I've taught probably four, I say taught, but it's actually leading and guiding a study group. And I think I've done four study groups a year, maybe five, I'd have to go back and count, but I've done the Gateway One, Gateway Two several times in the past couple of years. I've also um, led an allergic guided study group twice. And the reason I decided to do that is because we've had so much success with my family using the practical homeopathy for allergies that Joette teaches that I thought it would be helpful for me to lead other ladies through um, the curriculum. So that's been really beneficial as well. So since you're such an experienced study group leader, um, (laughs) I would love for you to encourage those who might be listening and considering leading a study group. Absolutely. It's not a difficult thing to do. And whenever I lead a study group, I always encourage every one of my study group members to consider leading their own study group. Because think about all the people that you know that don't understand homeopathy. The world needs homeopathy. We need to get this message out that this is um, just a gift from God that we have that we can avail ourselves of. So um, I absolutely think that we all need to be starting study groups. There's so many people that we need to reach, Mm -hmm. but I just would encourage them that it's not difficult, that you're not the expert. Joette is the expert. You're just the facilitator. So when you lead a study group, you're going to go through her material And you're going to help the participants get through the curriculum in a way that's fun, that is helpful because it helps keep you accountable, but also because you are able to get encouragement from the group and help one another. So it really becomes a group of friends. And that's Mm -hmm. the way my study groups have evolved. So again, my encouragement is you don't have to be an expert to lead a study group. Joette is the expert. She's already done that part for us. All we need to do is just be the guide. You just need an excitement to learn homeopathy and facilitate an environment where others can learn about homeopathy as well. And, and like you said, you can all research together if you have questions. It's not that you have to be an expert. So thank you. That's excellent advice. Next, I want to get into some of your homeopathic success stories, of which you have many. <laughs> so um, maybe let's start off, if you don't mind, with the allergies, because I know that you have a lot of different family members with those. And tell us some of the things that you've done, especially the anaphylactic reactions, because I know that that's horribly scary. My daughter has had them as well. And um, it's pretty amazing what homeopathy can do. So tell us what you've done. You're exactly right, Kate. It is so amazing. Really, the most amazing story that comes to mind is a time um, a couple years back when my granddaughter, who was, I think, about two years old at the time, was with us on a family vacation. I want to say it was like Fourth of July weekend, and so it was a nice gathering of the family cooking out in the back area and just enjoying some good food and, and good fun. Well, we had brought out Um, a special dessert that was being passed around to all the family members. And I remember telling my daughter that I was going to run back inside and get her special dessert that was allergy friendly that she could have. And my brother-in-law looked at me and said, oh, she can't have this. 
And I looked at him and everybody who had been listening, who knew what was going on, you know, our eyes grew very large. And um, he said, I just gave her some. And as we looked down at her, she was already gagging and starting to vomit. And my daughter just scooped her up. My son-in-law as well, you know, they were very in tune with, you know, her situation. And they realized real fast what was going on. And the three of us just ran her into our little vacation apartment. My son-in-law ran to the diaper bag to get the EpiPen and my daughter and I had her over the sink because she was gagging and, and her throat was swelling and closing and she was crying. And I grabbed my homeopathy kit and grabbed Apis 200, which was in my kit and just gave her a pellet. And it probably just went inside of her mouth, you know, just, just to touch the mucous membrane. I don't even know if she actually swallowed it, but it touched the mucous membrane and Kate, within seconds, she started to calm down. Emotionally, we saw her stop panicking and stop crying. And because it was sweet, and think of a little two-year-old putting something sweet in their mouth, she kind of noticed that it was sweet, and she took note of that. And her whole demeanor changed. And then within just, I mean, seconds and then minutes, we just saw the symptoms melt away. By the time my son-in-law, I mean, it was just, again, a matter of minutes, by the time he had the EpiPen out of the diaper bag and ready to use, my daughter said, wait, look, she's okay. And we just watched her recover. We never had to use the EpiPen. She was completely okay. To me, it was a miracle. And I just want to say that because of homeopathy and what I've learned from the Gateway classes and Joette's allergic course, we've been able to handle every situation that's come up like that for my granddaughter. She is now almost five years old and she has never needed to use the EpiPen and she's never been hospitalized. Even though she has these severe allergies, we believe that they are improving and any time that she's been exposed to an allergen, we've been completely able to handle the situation. So I, I just couldn't be more grateful. That's so amazing. I know myself, I'm so comforted knowing that my daughter also carries that apis with her at all times. Um, and we as well have never had to use an EpiPen or go to an emergency room. Thank the Lord. Just so thankful for this medicine and what a great story. Thank you for sharing. What else with the allergies have you done? Um, so many. And again, I've got a family full of allergic people. So it's given me a lot of opportunities to um, see successes and, and it's been great. But I think I'll mention um, one of my other grandchildren next. And that is my youngest grandchild. He is just a year old now. He was born cesarean section. He was breech. And it's kind of funny because um, it was a great pregnancy. My daughter had used Joette's cell salt regimen for pregnancy, and she had the best pregnancy. Really, really went wonderfully. But just at the last minute when it was time, you know, getting close to her to deliver, he was breech. He had turned and she used pulsatilla and he actually turned and then turned back again. So Unfortunately, she did have to have a C-section, which was a little bit disappointing, but, you know, we're thankful that that is, um, you know, available to us and it was able to be there for us when we needed it. And he was born just fine, but you know, when you're in the hospital, you receive antibiotics and different medications, and it didn't take very long to realize that he had some gut issues, even as a newborn. He was very colicky, he was constipated, and he just wasn't a good sleeper, and he just wasn't a happy baby. We used Joette's protocol for colic, and we saw a lot of improvement over just a number of weeks, and he 
got so much better and was not as colicky, was sleeping better, not constipated. And we were very thankful for that. But what we noticed was that after his digestive issues cleared up, he started to develop eczema. And the way I understand it now, um, you know, with the principles that Joette has taught, that very likely whatever was going on in his body was healing from the inside out. And so now, you know, the issues that he had were on his skin. Thankfully, I knew now not to suppress the eczema. Years ago, we would have probably been giving him medications and creams and different things, but um, we saw the eczema as progress. And so instead, we used the principles that I learned in the allergic course, and we treated the eczema with the practical protocols that Joette teaches for allergies and for eczema. And over a number of months, we saw um, slow but gradual improvement. And I'm just so happy to say that at a year old now, he has beautiful skin. He's just doing so much better and his health is great. So that to me is just an amazing success that I understood the principles of healing and that we were able to use homeopathy to help him along. Yeah. For those who suffer with eczema, homeopathy and those practical protocols are amazing. So say there's someone listening who says, oh, that's a problem that I or one of my family members have. What advice would you give them as far as where to research or where to get this information for the protocols that you used? I would say that um, there is much that you can learn just by searching Joette's blog. So whatever the issue is, if you put in Joette Calabrese and the issue and do a search um, through Google, you'll get to things that Joette has written about on her blog. And that may be enough. And for instance, for the colic, that would be something that you could find just on Joette's blog. But when you get into the chronic allergies, they are more complicated. And I have found that the allergic course was really necessary for me to go through and understand in order to be able to address the more chronic issues. And I didn't just go through it once, Kate, but I studied it made notes, actually made my own PowerPoint slides. I had taken other study group members through it. And by leading an allergic study group, it caused me to really deeply go through the material thoroughly and understand it in a comprehensive way so that I was able to use the principles to help my grandson. So I would say you should look into the courses that are applicable to your family issues, but study them well and go through them thoroughly because there's a lot of information in those courses and you can't just take a protocol from the course and just start throwing it at an issue. You really, really need to understand the principles behind the methods that Joette is teaching if you're going to try to take on and tackle a chronic issue. Kathy, that is very well spoken. I love that you're leading people through that allergic course and I assume you're the same way. Every time that I go through another gateway to homeopathy, study guide with a group, I remember something that I had forgotten or I pick up new little tidbits of information. So even though it may have been 30 times that I've read that book, I'm still learning things. I couldn't agree more. And then tell us about your husband. Well, my husband has had environmental allergies and we keep those under control pretty well throughout the year by um, being careful with our diet and um, just watching what he eats and not triggering, you know, too many um, intolerances. But in Florida, where I live, there's a couple times a year where there's a lot of pollen in the air. And so usually in the spring and in the fall, he gets hit with some pretty nasty allergy symptoms. 
what I had done in the past was pick a remedy that matched his symptoms classically and address it that way. That brought some help, but I really wasn't able to uproot it completely. After going through the allergic course a couple of times over the past couple of years, I really did start to understand um, just the bigger picture of how to address allergies. So this last allergy season, not only did I address the symptom specific part of his allergy picture, but I also addressed some of the underlying conditions that Joette teaches us in the course. For example, he was taking a protocol that included arsenicum, album, and antimonium crude, and that was for the sneezing and the itchy, watery eyes and the congestion. But in addition to that, we also did Calc Carb 200 every other day. So Joette teaches us how to do that in the allergic course. And we did that for my husband's allergies. And this year, he had the best allergy season of our lives. So we were really thrilled about that. Well, you've really tackled allergies, it sounds like, well in your house. And that's very exciting. I know that that's not the only thing that you've used homeopathy for. So share a few more things if you wouldn't mind. Okay, sure. One of the other great successes that I've experienced with homeopathy is being able to help my mom, who is elderly and has some of those issues of aging, in particular arthritis. And I've been able to help her with homeopathy in managing her stiffness and her pain and just helping her feel better with using the protocols that I've learned from Joette. So that's been really exciting. And she is one of my biggest fans at this point. And she tells everybody <laughs> she knows about homeopathy and that they need to take one of the gateway classes because homeopathy's just made her life more um, pleasurable because she's not in pain all the time. That's awesome. Another way that um, homeopathy has served us well is just recently we've had some sickness go through my family. You know, that virus that's going around <laughs> was um, pretty yucky. And first my daughter and son-in-law got it and then I got symptoms and it was no fun. But we were um, able to use homeopathy to manage our symptoms and to get through it and get well. And I'm just so thankful. And I just have to say that homeopathy has just given me uh, peace of mind and confidence. I know I've heard Joette say, be prepared, not scared. And I can honestly say that through this whole situation that you know we've all been going through over the last number of months this past year, I have not felt scared. I have felt prepared and confident. And when the need arose, we were able to employ homeopathy and we were able to do just fine. So I'm just very thankful for that peace of mind. Oh, I agree with you. Homeopathy does give you that confidence. You know, I always had, I guess, a fear of what if something happened? What if some illness or injury? But now I feel empowered and I hear that over and over again from moms. So I'm just so thankful that homeopathy gives us that confidence. It surely does. And when I didn't know about homeopathy, symptoms instilled fear and panic in me. But now, because of what Joette has taught me, I see symptoms as a gift and a guide. So it just is my roadmap, just a completely different way of looking at illness. And it's very empowering. I just remembered that I wanted to share a fun story about how homeopathy helped my family when my daughter's family lived far away. I live in Florida. And at one point, my daughter and her family lived in Tennessee. And it was really neat one time because she sent me a late evening text with a picture of my grandson. And 
I could just distinguish the um, concern and the fear in her text because um, in the picture, he was looking very not happy. He was laying on the couch. He was um, just red as could be and looked very just lethargic and, like I said, not happy. So she sent the picture and said, Mom, he's really sick. Do you think we need to go to the doctor? And of course, it's after hours. So it would have meant, you know, finding an after hours clinic to go to. And so I know that she was just really fearful and scared. Amazingly, I had just gone through Gateway One and learned some of the key remedies for illness and it was such a clear picture of the belladonna fever. He had the red face, his eyes looked really glassy and his pupils were dilated and it came on suddenly and she said it was a high fever. So I texted her back and said, call around, see if you can find a health food store and locate belladonna. This is a classic belladonna fever. Long story short, they were able to get some belladonna with no problem, gave him one dose of it and she just watched him improve. He just fell asleep. The redness started to subside and he just got better from there on. He went to bed that night, woke up the next morning, just ran out completely better and just a happy little boy. It was such a great feeling to be several states away from my daughter and my grandson and be able to help her in that way because I knew what to do. And that was just solely because I had just gone through the gateway course and learned that information. So I, I just can't recommend enough how wonderful these gateway classes are because you'll learn information that you'll be able to use right away. That's great that you were able to do that, Kathy. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, I realized that we never got to talk about your advocacy and what you're doing for homeopathy. So can we talk about that just for a few minutes? Can you share what you're doing to advocate for homeopathy? Yes, I would very much like to do that. Very shortly after I started learning about homeopathy, and as a matter of fact, it was while I was taking my very first Gateway to Homeopathy study group, I learned that the FDA had come out with some new restrictions on homeopathy that actually could threaten our access to homeopathic remedies. And without getting into too many details, I learned that the FDA had always protected homeopathy, and actually it was written into the law that homeopathy would be protected as its own system of medicine under the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act since the 1930s. But recently, the FDA had come out with a new draft guidance and some new recommendations that literally could threaten our access to homeopathic remedies. I could not believe it. I had finally found these answers I had been looking for, and homeopathy could be taken away. So I determined that I would do whatever needed to be done to help protect this system of medicine for my family and especially for my children and my grandchildren. I became involved with Americans for Homeopathy Choice and I've been working with them for the last couple of years in advocating for homeopathy. And last year I had the honor and privilege of traveling to Washington DC with many, many volunteers from all over the country who flew in for an event called Homeopathy on the Hill. And we met with our legislators and we went into their offices and met with their staffs and told them our stories about homeopathy and why it's so important to us. And since then, I've been very active with the homeopathy action team. We call it HAT for short. I'm on the leadership team for HAT. And right now we are needing volunteers to help us with our congressional advocacy efforts. 
we are coming out with legislation that will protect homeopathy. And so what the volunteers are doing is meeting with offices all over the country so that they are familiar with homeopathy and understand how important it is to their constituents. So at this point, we're really excited about the upcoming year and um, with our new efforts to expand our volunteer force and to meet with the offices of our congressmen and women. Um, and we could use help. We could use more volunteers. So if anyone is interested in getting involved, you can go to homeopathychoice.org and you can sign up. There are a number of volunteer positions that you can help with. But if you would like to work with me and the other volunteers who are part of the congressional advocacy effort, be sure to click on the tab that says homeopathy action team under get involved. And you can sign up to be a congressional lead, a work with your senator's office or your U.S. representative's office. And um, we will train you and teach you and help you and hold your hand every step of the way so that you can build a relationship with your leadership and help them to understand how important homeopathy is to so many of us and why it needs to be protected. Hmm. Sounds like very interesting work that you're doing. And thank you for doing this because it's very important that we still have access to homeopathy. So anyone who is interested in getting involved, I just really want to encourage you to check out homeopathychoice.org. So Let's finish up this wonderful podcast. We could go on for hours and hours sharing stories back and forth. But before we leave, I would love for you to share any final words of wisdom or tips that you have for the listeners. And I was thinking that maybe if you could share looking back at your journey and someone who might be just starting out with homeopathy or, or maybe even someone that's used it for a while, what words of wisdom do you have for those people as far as how they can learn more about homeopathy? I think the most important thing I can advise anyone who is interested in learning more about homeopathy is to read Joette's blog and listen to her podcasts and listen to them more than once because there's a wealth of information and each time you listen to it, you'll gain more from it. And then the other thing I would recommend is that you join a study group. I think a study group is so beneficial in so many ways. Not only will you go through the material and learn the information, but you'll have a support network in place who will be there to encourage and help you along the way. And then I think finally, own a homeopathy kit. I think what I did for my family was super beneficial in that we started out by getting a homeopathy kit that had a lot of the main remedies. And then I purchased a cell salt kit for each of my daughter's families, and they began to learn the cell salts and use those. And um, Joette calls the cell salts the easy homeopathy, and we go through the cell salts pretty thoroughly in Gateway 2. So that was a really great way to help my family learn homeopathy and start to use it. Kathy, thanks for your words of wisdom and sharing with us everything that you've done and your journey. And for those of you wanting to join a study group, I encourage you to check out Kathy's study groups or other study groups. Um, there's lots of leaders. And like Kathy said, it's a great way to get plugged in, not only to learn about homeopathy, but to meet other like-minded people and really form relationships and help one another out. So with that, I just want to say, Kathy, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Thank you so much for having me, Kate. This has been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. As I hope you know by now, on my blog, podcasts, and Facebook Live, I offer as many protocols for simple conditions as I can for free. 
without affiliates or advertising. But let me be clear, when it comes to more complex conditions, it's key that you learn how to use these medicines properly. I want you to be well-trained. So I save discussions of the more involved methods for my courses in which I walk students through each method with step-by-step training. In these podcasts, I focus on those students of mine who have already tunneled in and learned how to take care of themselves, family and friends and pets, and even livestock using homeopathic medicine. Many of these students began their education by participating in one of my gateway to homeopathy study groups. And now, after taking one or more of my courses, they're well-trained to use my specific brand of homeopathy. I hope listening to this podcast has inspired you to follow in their footsteps. With the proper training, you too can nurture and protect the health of your family and loved ones with practical homeopathy. You just listened to a podcast from practicalhomeopathy.com, where nationally certified homeopath, public speaker, and author Joette Calabrese shares her passion for helping families stay strong through homeopathy. Joette's podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Blueberry, Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening to this podcast with Joette Calabrese. To learn more and find out if homeopathy is a good fit for your health strategy, visit practicalhomeopathy.com.